Hey everybody, Mike here from Fridays Forever. Thanks for downloading the podcast. We're going to be talking about waterfalls in the Great Smoky Mountains today. So if you like to hike, if you love the beautiful waterfalls and just seeing the scenery and breathing that nice clean air and looking at those views, I'm going to share with you some of the more favorite, I guess we could say, waterfall and hikes in the Great Smoky Mountains. Before we jump into that, if you haven't already, we would love for you to be a part of our YouTube community. And you can do that by going to the YouTube search and and type in Fridays Forever, Fridays Forever, and make sure you hit the subscribe button and make sure you hit the little bell icon also, and you can uh, see all the videos that we have put up there recently. There's a so many things, including many in the Great Smoky Mountains. We uh, visited Anakista, Karen and I, recently, and it was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You need to take your family and go up to Anakista up on the mountain. I also took my mom up to the Blue Ridge Parkway during fall, and the views were amazing. It's one of her favorite things to do. We visited uh, several eateries around the Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge area, Bryson City, the uh, Conalufti Visitor Center, of course, um, Dollywood's Great Pumpkin Luminots, and so many, many, many more. Speaking of waterfalls and, and hikes, one of the hikes that we did was the Midnight Hole Hike at Big Creek Smoky Mountains. And you'll want to make sure that you click over on the YouTube Fridays Forever, hit the subscribe button, and follow along with us. You can also follow us if you would like on Instagram at Fridays Forever and the number two. Fridays Forever and the number two. But thanks for joining us in this podcast today. Up number one is Abrams Falls. You know, although Abrams Falls is only 20 feet high, high the, the large volume of water rushing over the falls makes up for the lack in height. And the long, deep pool at its base, it's very, it's very picturesque, if I must say. And the waterfall and the creek are named for a Cherokee chief whose village once stood several miles downstream. The trail to the falls traverses pine oak forest on the ridges and hemlock and rhododendron forest along the creek. Just beautiful. The hike is five miles round trip and considered moderate to difficult. So you want to make sure that uh, you know that's five miles and moderate to difficult. If you've done hiking, you know what that means. Now, to access the trail, Abrams Falls Trail in Cades Cove, the trailhead, the, the turnoff for the trailhead is located past stop number 10 on the Cades Cove Loop Road, and the turnoff is signed. Now, here's a few trail notes. The round-trip distance to the waterfall is five miles, and the hike is generally considered, like I said, moderate to difficult. And due to the length and terrain, however, some visitors may rate it as difficult. And it takes about three to four hours to hike to the waterfall and back. And so that means you want to remember that if you begin your hike late in the afternoon, you may have to return in the dark. You want to carry plenty of drinking water with you and things like that. And you don't want to climb around the rocks on the waterfall. There's um, uh, a lot of dangers in there. So that's Abrams Falls. Another popular fall is the Grotto Falls. Very popular. Trillium Gap Trail menders through an old growth hemlock forest and actually runs behind the 25-foot high waterfall. The cool, moist environment Near the falls is ideal for salamanders and summer hikers. And the hike is three miles round trip and considered moderate in difficulty. So not that bad, 
but uh, could take you a while. Now, to access the trail from Trillium Gap Trail on the Roaring Fork Motor Nature Trail. If you've not been on the Roaring Fork Motor Nature Trail in the Great Smoky Mountains, this is a must. You can do it and never even get out of your vehicle if you don't want to, but you're going to want to because the views, and it's just spectacular. We actually put a video up on our YouTube channel, Fridays Forever, where you can go and watch. We did the whole tour of Roaring Fork Motor Nature Trail. Now, the trailhead from the Parkway in Gatlinburg, you turn at traffic light number 8 and follow Historic Nature Trail into Great Smoky Mountains National Park. So you want to take Roaring Fork Motor Nature Trail to stop number five, where there is a large parking area. Roaring Fork Motor Nature Trail is a narrow, winding, one-way road that is closed in winter, and buses and RVs and large trucks are prohibited on the road. So, like I said, they said this is a large parking area, and I guess it could be considered that, but my thoughts would be go earlier in the morning because we've been there before, and all the parking spaces are actually taken up. Now, the trail notes, the round-trip distance to the waterfall is 2.6 miles, and the hike is generally considered moderate to difficult, and it takes about two to three hours to hike to the waterfall and back. So, again, take plenty of water with you and have sturdy rock climbing shoes on. You don't want to try to take attempt this trail in sandals or flip-flops unless you're an experienced hiker. And pets and bicycles are actually prohibited from the trail. So that is Grotto Falls. Next up on our list is Hen Wallow Falls. And the trip to Hen Wallow Falls is a pleasant walk through hemlock and rhododendron forest. A signed side trail leads to the base of the falls by way of steep switchbacks. And Hen Wallow Creek, only two feet wide at the top of the falls, fans out to a 20 feet at the base. And the waterfall is 90 feet high. If you look carefully in the water at the base of the falls, you can often find salamanders. And during very cold winter weather, the waterfall can freeze into a beautiful icy column. The hike to the falls is 4.4 miles round trip and considered moderate to difficult. Hikers continuing on the Gabe's Mountain Trail beyond the falls can enjoy an impressive old growth forest. To access the trail is Gabe's Mountain, the trailhead, park, in the designated hiker parking area at Cosby Picnic Area near the entrance to Cosby Campground. Then backtrack on foot approximately 100 yards along the road to the signed start of the Gabe's Mountain Trail. Here's just a few notes. Like I said, the round trip distance to the waterfall is 4.4 miles, and the hike is generally considered moderate to difficulty and taking you about three to four hours. And the waterfall is located on a short side trail off Gades Mountain Trail. And there's a wooden sign posted at the turn for this side trail. And the short trail down to the waterfall is steep, sturdy. Hiking shoes are recommended because of this. And pets and bicycles are prohibited on the trail. So that is the Hen Wallow Falls. The next falls would be Indian Creek and Tom's Branch Falls. Indian Creek and Tom's Branch Falls. It's an easy 1.6-mile round-trip hike, and it would allow you to enjoy two beautiful waterfalls in the Deep Creek area. So you walk Deep Creek Trail, which is a seventh of a tenth mile, to the junction with Indian Creek Trail. And on your way, you can view this 
Beautiful, 60 feet high, Tom Branch Falls, located on the far side of Deep Creek. And you turn right at the junction with Indian Creek Trail and proceed approximately 200 feet to Indian Creek Falls. And the falls are 25 feet in height. So to access it, it's Deep Creek Trail and the trailhead. You follow the signs to the National Park through downtown Bryson City to Deep Creek Campground. And you continue past the campground to the trailhead at the Deep Creek Road. Again, it is 1.6 miles round trip to the waterfalls, generally considered easy, and takes about an hour to two, hour and a half to two hours uh, to get back. So that is the Indian Creek and Tom's Branch Falls. Next up is the Juni Wank Falls. Juni Wank Falls. Falls, Junewank Falls is divided into an upper and lower section, actually, and both can be viewed from the footage which crosses Junewank Branch at the falls. And together they drop 90 feet from top to bottom. The trail to the waterfall is 0.8 of a mile round trip and it's considered moderate to difficulty. And the stream and falls are said to be named after a Mr. Junaluska Junewank, who may be buried in the area. You access it through the Genuine Falls Trail. You follow the signs to the National Park through downtown Bryson City to Deep Creek Campground. Continue past the campground to the trailhead at the end of Deep Creek Road. Backtrack on foot one-tenth of a mile along the road to the trail. Again, uh, eight-tenths of a mile, and hikes are generally considered moderate to difficult. Take you about an hour and a half to two hours, depending on how fast you hike. Here's the next one, Laurel Falls. Everybody's been to Laurel Falls. If you haven't, you will. (laughs) You know, Laurel Branch and the 80-foot high Laurel Falls are named for Mountain Laurel, an evergreen shrub which blooms along the trail and near the falls in May. And the waterfall consists of an upper and lower section divided by a walkway which crosses a stream at the base of the upper falls. Laurel Falls is one of the most popular destinations in the park, and parking at the trailhead is really limited. So the area is especially busy on weekends, year-round, and on weekdays during the summer. So it's the Laurel Falls Trail and the trailhead from Sugarlands Visitor Center. Turn towards Cades Cove on Little River Road and drive 3.5 miles to the trailhead, where there are parking areas on both sides of the road. Now, again, some notes there. The round-trip distance to the waterfall is 2.6 miles, and the hike is considered moderate to difficulty, taking you around two hours to the waterfall and back. All right, so that is the Laurel Falls. Next up is Lynn Camp Prong Cascades. Lynn Camp Prong rushes and tumbles over numerous cascades as it flows down the mountain besides the middle prong trail the trail follows the route of an old logging railroad so it offers easy walking on a wide relatively level path wildflowers bloom along the trail from spring through summer and the access to the trail is middle prong trail on tremont road so from the townsend y that's w-y-e Take Laurel Creek Road two-tenths of a mile toward Cades Cove and turn left at the sign for Tremont. Follow the road past the Great Smoky Mountains Institute at Tremont and continue another three miles to the small parking area at the end of the road. The trail begins at a long, high footbridge across the river. 
Once you cross the bridge, you can come. You can you will come to a fork in the trail. So you want to take the left fork, which follows the river. So after four tenths of a mile, a bench beside the trail offers a good view of the large cascade. A second branch sits beside the trail at the middle of the cascade. Several small water smaller waterfalls can be seen along the next quarter mile of trail. Again, the trail notes here would be the distance to the Cascades, 1.3 miles, and the hike is generally considered to be easy to difficulty. Um, you know, I think it's an easy trail. I don't know why some have marked it as that. It's an extremely easy trail. You can you can do this uh, very, very easy. So there you go. That is the Lynn Camp Prong Cascades. The next falls is Mingo Falls. Mingo Falls is on the Cherokee Indian Reservation, just outside the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, and no special permits are required for access to the to this reservation. And at 120 feet tall, the waterfall is one of the tallest and most spectacular in the southern Appalachians. And the hike to the waterfall, it's only four-tenths of a mile in length, but it's considered moderate in difficulty. So to access it, it's Pigeon Creek Trail, and to get there from Oconaluftee Visitor Center, drive south toward Cherokee on US 441 and take the second left on the Big Cove Road. At the first stop sign, turn left and drive 4.5 miles to Mingo Falls Campground where the trail begins. That's Mingo Falls. Next up is Mouse Creek Falls. Mouse Creek Falls, Big Creek Trail. Falls an old railroad grade used to haul lumber out of the mountains during the logging boom. It started back in the 20th century at 1.4 miles. To, uh, the, the trail passes Midnight Hole, a very popular, picturesque uh, area where people love to swim. Six feet high falls and at 2.1 miles, a short side trail on the left leads to a bench where hikers can rest and view Mouse Creek Falls which is uh, on the far side of Big Creek, and the falls are 45 feet in height. Now, to access it, you have to go through the Big Creek Trail. So to get to the trailhead off of I-40, they exit I-40 at Weaverville Road, number 451, turn left after crossing the Pigeon River and proceed 2.3 miles to an intersection, continue straight past the ranger station to a large parking area, at the road's end. Again, the trail notes are a four-mile round-trip hike to the waterfall is considered moderate in difficulty. It takes about two to three hours to hike to the waterfall and back. That's Mouse Creek Falls, and my wife and I have has, have hiked up through there, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful area. Next up is Rainbow Falls. The rainbow produced by mist from this 80-foot high waterfall is visible from sunny af- afternoons and during extended winter cold spells and impressive ice formation builds around the falls. You see, between tr- Trailhead and Falls, Rainbow Falls, is it, the trail gains about 1,500 feet in elevation, and this 5.4-mile uh, round-trip hike is considered moderate in difficulty. And the Rainbow Falls Trail continues for approximately four miles beyond the falls to the summit, Mount LeConte. To access it, it's Rainbow Falls Trail in the Roaring Fork area. So from Parkway and Gatlinburg, turn at traffic light number eight and follow Historic Nature Trail into the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Continue past the Noah Bud Ogle home site to the clearly signed Rainbow Falls parking area. Again, the trail notes there are 
The distance to the waterfall is 5.4 miles, and the hike is generally considered moderate in difficulty. However, due to the length, elevation gain, and rocky terrain in sections of the trail, some visitors may rate the hike as difficult. And it takes about three to five hours to hike to the waterfall and back. That is Rainbow Falls. And the last falls we're going to talk about is the Ramsey Cascades. It is the tallest waterfall in the park and one of the most spectacular. Water drops 100 feet from the rock outcroppings and collects in a small pool where numerous well-camouflaged salamanders can be found. And the trail in the waterfall gains over 2,000 feet in elevation over its four-mile course, and the eight-mile round-trip hike is considered strenuous in difficulty. Yes, it is. It follows rushing rivers and streams for much of its length, and the last two miles pass through old-growth cove hardwood forest with large tulip trees, basswoods, silver bells, and yellow birches. So you do not want to attempt to climb to the top of the falls. Several people have been killed trying to do that, so you don't want to do that. So to access the trail, again, it's Ramsey Cascades Trail in the Greenbrier area, the trailhead. So you drive six miles east of Gatlinburg on Highway 321 and turn at the Greenbrier entrance in the park. Follow the signs 4.7 miles to the trailhead. Again, the trail notes there for this particular waterfall is the distance to the waterfall is eight miles round trip, and the hike is considered strenuous in difficulty, and it takes about five to seven hours. So it's going to take you a good day to hike to the waterfall and back. That's the Ramsey Cascades. Hey, I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast talking about some of the beautiful waterfalls in the great smoky mountains thanks for listening don't forget to check out fridays forever on youtube